Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. My name is David. And I'm Zach. And we are the Internet's premier, premier Star, Star Trek, Trek fan podcast. podcast. Woo! I think we did it. It only took 51 episodes. Woo! Ric Flair. So, for those of you that are wondering, when you hear this, we will be in Thailand. We'll be balls deep in Thailand. Oh my god, I think this episode, mm-hmm. I believe this episode is going to air on Christmas Eve. So... Merry Christmas Eve. You bastards. <laughs> you filthy bastards. You filthy motherfuckers. You dirty rats. You dirty rats. Yeah, but um, like Zach said, we're going to be in Thailand. We're actually leaving in three days. Three days? As of this point. But oh. when you hear the episode, we will be balls deep in Thailand. And uh, <coughs> what else? Did you have some other stuff you wanted to discuss there? Uh, Yeah, let's see. Um... Alexis will get you that sticker as soon as David figures out how to figure out the fucking mail postal system. I do have an update regarding that, but I'll let you continue with our short little mailbag here. And, uh, yeah, we're totally eventually going to make shirts, but we want to make sure you like the stickers first. (laughs) So, again, David's the limiting factor here, not me. (laughs) Yet again. Um, And, uh, Troy, uh, I get liquored up probably every one of these episodes. (laughs) He does. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess just some days I'm off and some days I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> and the ones that I'm on, I'm a special liquored up. Yeah. It's it's not a little bell that you hear clinking around. That is actually ice in a rocks glass. Yeah. Clinking it, around. It's whiskey, generally rye or uh, bourbon. Today it's beer. And uh, <clears throat> in the on the topic of where your sticker is, I can direct you to David. <laughs> And uh, where's <laughs> our photo of you and J.G. Hertzler? Thank you very much. There you go. So right back at you. In your face, friend. son. So I got a, I got something to say. I know last episode I said that I would be heading down to the post office to rescue our stickers. <laughs> you did say that, actually. And I did head down to the post office to rescue our stickers. They weren't there. They sent them back already. Again? So now I have to, yeah. 
they sent them back again. So now I have to call the place again and get them to send me the stickers. So long story short, you just can't leave me in charge of anything, folks. <laughs> Fuck it up. Yeah. Every time. And this has been the Star Companion. Thanks for... Yep, this is our last episode. <laughs> we wanted to send you off into Christmas. Yeah, we're not with even some heartbreak. finish season two of Enterprise. <laughs> no, we are. We're actually trying to do a mad dash of finishing these before we leave. Season two, that is. Yeah. So, I mean, for those of you that are keeping track, <laughs> I think then New Year's Eve will be. In th- two episodes after this one, mm-hmm. and then January sixth mm-hmm. will be, or January seventh, it doesn't matter. So you're gonna get them. You'll get them soon. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> for those of you that don't know, uh, we're on all major podcasting platforms, and uh, King yeah, right there. you can in fact uh, find us on Spotify and everywhere and you can send us an email if you want a uh if you want a shout out just ask send us an email that's uh the star companion at gmail.com and if you like what you hear and want to support you know i i don't know maybe we maybe we do some sort of a fund a sticker fund <laughs> where we you know we send david to the post office yeah. fund i don't know what it is i don't know how we would somehow turn that into anything but I'm losing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But you can support us at <laughs> patreon.com slash the star companion. And the thing I like about our, our podcast is you have you have the 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 cognizance to recognize when you're losing it. Oh. And I'm going to swoop in here and say that we're in the middle. Uh, we're actually near the end of season two. Yes, we are. Of Enterprise. Yep. And today's episode is episode 23. It's uh, Regeneration. Nice. Star date. Oh three oh one two one five point three in twenty one fifty three, and uh, today is a, a special episode. I wish I liked it more, <laughs> and I'll get into that more as the episode goes along. So you didn't enjoy it? I enjoyed parts of it. Interesting. And I'll tell you about those too. I thought you were gonna like this episode. <clears throat> it's the Borg episode, dude. You gotta buckle up. It is up. the Borg episode. I love the Borg. They're my favorite sci-fi villains of all time. By the way. So I watched uh, mm-hmm. I watched an honest trailer for Doctor Who. Okay. And I was uh, in trance. I intend on watching that at some point. Sounds cool. There's some pretty cool uh, baddies in that one. There's nice. there, there's like a uh, there's like a they're like statues. I don't know what they're called. The Weeping Angels or something. Gargles. 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 <laughs> Dark sided. Dark. Um. But they can't move if you're looking at them, so they become statues. Hey, gargles. <laughs> you know? That's a gargle. But they keep, but they move Yeah. when you're not looking at them. Okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, Monster of the Week. Nice. Anyway, that's my little side, side note That's there. like those little holographic, like, uh, like, beer coasters that you get sometimes. I've never had a holographic beer coaster. Did you just make that up? So today's episode finds us in the cool. back on Earth cool. at the Arctic Circle. Yeah, that's right. And there's a Arctic expedition going up to the Arctic Circle, and they get there, and they find some, some wreckage from some ships, unknown ships. And they start 
kind of brushing away some snow after they do some readings and they find right underneath the snow borg buried humanoids which are borg we know i know they're borg right away did you even know they were borg bet not (laughs) got (laughs) them right away big problem here I've always had a problem with snow scenes where they wipe away just kind of like a powdery layer of snow, you know, to reveal something that's been long buried. This has been buried for a hundred years and they just go with like a little dustpan, you know, and they're just like, oh my God, there's someone underneath there. Like they're not under like a giant, like a hundred years is like enough for a snowpack. Okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, I could, I mean, you you can make the refutation that you know, maybe there was a lot of wind. What is it a photo of on your phone? Oh, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a girl. Yeah? Yeah. How do I close this? Like that. <laughs> and this has been the Star Companion, folks. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, no, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more that uh, it's a little like... It's a like, girl I'm talking to in Thailand. Can, yeah. Go ahead. Uh <clears throat> it's unconvincing, but it's uh, plot convenient. It is plot convenient. I just wish maybe they would have found him in a cave of some sort, you know, like half like frozen over. Or so. I don't know. I just feel like there's a better way to to do that yeah. rather than like, oh, my God, aliens has been buried here for a century. Like, that's not believable to me. Okay. Yeah. So right away, I started off hating it. Oh, so they set up camp. Here in the Arctic Circle, which, uh, I don't know, depending on where you are in the Arctic Circle, wouldn't be able to do that. But I guess maybe they're in northern Canada <laughs> slash Greenland. Sure. Yeah, maybe Greenland. I, um, let's take a step back yeah, as, go we, for as, it. as we do. Um, I'll tell you something I didn't enjoy right off the bat. <laughs> the guy that says, I am think this is the place. <laughs> Uh, like, that's definitely something you should have figured out, you know, <laughs> especially if, like, you know, there's aerial technology yeah. at a certain point. Shouldn't you have pinpointed exactly where you're going on some sort of fucking map? I think this is the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, it's definitely humanoid, but, uh, I don't recognize the species. <laughs> you're, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked, Billy Boy. That's right. Tell him he owes me scotch. What? He will know. How's this not? How's this nerd not know? Not heard about scotch before? <laughs> I mean, scotch has had to have been around for a long enough time. No, he's saying he owes me scotch. Why? He'll know. I thought he said what? <laughs> scotch? What's that? No, he. Uh, I bet his bet was. What do you want to bet? His bet was. What do you want to bet? I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll bet that his bet was that we're gonna go to the Arctic Circle and we're gonna find humanoids. Okay. Or some or aliens. I bet he's the like, opposite. He's like bullshit, right? And he gets up yeah. there and, and he's like, I'll bet you a scotch. And he gets up there and he's like, ha, humanoids, tell that <laughs> ham and egger back over. Yeah, you, you call him right back fucking in San now. Fran that, yeah, that he owes me a scotch. Uh, You know, and I got to tell you, like, you can get three monkeys at Trader Joe's for like 15 bucks. It's not very good scotch. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. What? What? Whatever the appropriate answer was to that, oh. that's what I meant. <laughs> it's not good scotch. I want a Macallan like eighteen. Yeah, so nothing some, in some a money. nothing in a plastic bottle. It's not plastic. Okay. Yeah. Good. I mean, whatever. Moving on. So, <laughs> hey, David. Yes. How about these uh, <laughs> space polar polar space overalls they were wearing? Oh, uh, they're great. 
that really protects against the freeze the bone chilling freeze of the arctic circle it didn't look warm in their laboratory well it can't be warm if the door opens out into the fucking tundra (laughs) did you notice that he's like all right i'm gonna go outside i'll be right back he just like opens up a door and there's tundra (laughs) blowing in from the outside you would think there'd be like a decompression area at least or maybe some some heated entry i didn't see you know those like heaters you have at a restaurant yeah i'd have had one of those inside (laughs) They doing it in an igloo so you can't have a heater. The one with the little, yeah, that one, yeah, yeah, that one. Whatever you were saying. That's so the answer. They they also find a an arm. They find two Borgs drones. Two Borgs. Two Borgs drones, and they also find an arm. And an arm in a. <laughs> I'm keeping with the spirit. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. They find an arm, and the guy's like, huh. Well, wouldn't you know, they've integrated computers into their arm. Kind of reminds me of my old Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but no. I thought it would have been funny. Um, Do they have a motorized flashlight? <laughs> that kind of reminds me of cum jokes. If you like cum jokes, <laughs> season one, episode 19, Voxala. I think it's 22. Whatever. <laughs> Figure it out. Start from 19 so you can get context. There you go. And it is 22. So... They're they're working on these these bodies and they're coming back to life. And at this point, I would have been like, "This isn't this isn't good." Mm-hmm. You know, we should probably move these bodies. Says maybe re- I would I would have restrained the bodies. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, you know, at one point, one of the guys says, "Maybe we should move the bodies to module three. I, and I my thought was, "Well, maybe you should be wearing some gloves and like a smock, yeah. and you know, like some sort of face protection." This is this is really a willy nilly dissection job that you guys are doing here <laughs> and then the guy counters well he says well would, wouldn't we risk by damaging them by freezing them again well you know you figure a hundred years under a nice little powder yeah. snow you know they, they'd probably be all right in, in the freezer for a few more hours yeah but they warmed them up oh did they they, Wait, de- they yeah. defrosted they were, them? they were de- they were defrosted did they put them in the sink with no, no, cold they, water and ice they, cubes. They, they bought that new, um, they bought that new like <laughs> heat heat cutting board. Okay, just saw an ad for it. They have that. Allegedly, I don't know how it works, but it's like a cutting board, and it <laughs> didn't look like an awful idea. It it didn't look like you plug it in or anything, but it yeah. defrosts anything you want in like twenty minutes. Mm. And uh, watching the <laughs> time lapse of the food, yeah, changing from frozen. <laughs> to unfrozen yeah it was disgusting it was disgusting to watch that's something i just kind of want to like you said it and forget it (laughs) and my concern here is is what happens if i show up an hour later Mm -hmm. you know like i didn't i forgot to set my 30 minute timer and now it's cooked the bottom of it yeah that's that's got that's got disease written all over it well then at that point it's not really a cutting board it's just a it's just a a flat plate it's a flat skillet Yeah. yeah Yeah, and then and then my thought is is well then what if the you know government weaponized ticks come into my house for the food? Ticks. I recently heard about this. There's a uh, <laughs> we, there there was a plan to weaponize ticks at a certain point. Oh, it's a fun thought. The little bugs. Yeah, the little bugs. All right. Yeah. All right. You want to talk about something else today other than Star Trek? We can do that. No. no okay. No, no. I like talking do, about. Do I do I keep do I keep <laughs> taking it down tangents? No, no, I'm just. Well, they were defrosting the food. Yeah, it seemed weird. 
So maybe they're on a defrosting cutting board. It is the future. I'll take that. This has been the Star Companion. <laughs> well, as as you all know, with the Borg, with the Borg around, it never goes good. It just never does. And these these scientists get fucked up, and they get assimilated. Mm-hmm. And Admiral Forrest is like, "What the hell's going? Do you got a new watch, by the way?" It's a it's a Fitbit. Oh, cool. Did you want to not talk about Star Trek today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still a Fitbit. Oh, that's cool. Definitely looks like an Apple Watch. Yeah, it does. But check this out. It does this. Weather. Oh. Right yeah. Apple Watch does that, too. I know. It's not an Apple Watch. I, I <laughs> you know, had a pretty long argument with Brittany about it. <laughs> but, um... Admiral Forrest uh, shows I got up. it for, like, 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way to go. It's a sick watch. <clears throat> Admiral it's Forrest shows up... Bit. Admiral Forrest shows up with a contention of people from Starfleet, and they discover that the the Borgs have taken off in a reconstructed ship. He says, they headed off that way. Let me call my boy in the field, Archer. Go chase after him. Mm-hmm. Find out what they're up to. Get those fuckers back. And that's uh, that's pretty much the plot of the episode, is we're trying to get these fuckers yeah, back. Yeah, then they, they chase them down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they capture... At, oh, go ahead. To go back, at one point, um, before they get assimilated into the, into the Borg Collective, the scientists are out there, you know, working on the Borg. And he's like, oh, what, aren't you scared of the Borg? Whatever. He's like, uh, you're more likely to get eaten by a polar bear up here. And yeah. I'm just glad that the polar bears have survived that long because they look really cool in sunglasses, drinking coke. Uh, it's in direct relation to um, saving the whales. Yeah. In Star Trek. Yeah. Four. Um, <clears throat> to that end, uh, I really, uh, I really enjoyed that. Flocks is all about the binars. Yeah. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> weirdo. And then. Uh, I like when they had the the couple of Borg mm-hmm. um, on their ship, right? Mm-hmm. Or the the injured Kratelans, Kratarians, Terak Terakians, Terakians, Teraklians, Teralans. Um, <laughs> the Tim Allens. Yeah, the Tim Allens. You know, were definitely uh, in beginning stages of assimilation. Yeah, and uh, Dad goes, "Oh, they're not dangerous. I'll have Malcolm post a guard." Yeah, yeah, fucking nice. Then Phlox gets fucking assimilated, which I totally forgot. Yeah. And then in between that time period, Dad's on the computer and he goes, something familiar about this, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And then I watched Star Trek First Contact. Mm -hmm. You watched this movie today? No, that's what he said. (laughs) Jokes are so much better when when you know the movies. When you gotta explain it. I love how... That was what that was actually one of my more favorite scenes of the episode because they really tied it in nice. They did, and uh, you know Archer's talking about ah, uh, you know Zephram Cochran in his later years kind of became a bit of a kook. <laughs> you know, everybody's <laughs> like, everybody's saying like ah, uh, you know, don't listen to that old Zephram that old kook. He's a drunk. He may have invented uh, warp travel, but he's an alcoholic degenerate with a wild imagination. Mm-hmm. Loves rock. Loves classic rock. Loves classic rock. God bless him. Loves warping. Mm-hmm. Loves warping. Loves pigs. Hey David, did in you a different movie. did you like Flox's crypto pajama? I did. <laughs> it's 
Chris sick shirt. He does have a sick Kurt of pajama, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and then it's how you know he's not human. <laughs> it doesn't feel weird wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then anyway, those guys wake up. They simulate flocks, and then they're doing their Borg shit to the computers, mm-hmm. and they can't stop them because they uh, conveniently adapt pretty quickly. I'd like to make that note here and now mm-hmm. that they adapt very quickly. They do. And then so Dad just shoots them out of the fucking uh, <laughs> you know a hole, which is a good which is a good move. Yeah, and I, the thing that I like about these iteration of the Borg is that they're fast and feisty Borgs. You know, it's like 28 Borgs later. Oh, wow. I thought it was uh, like, uh... oh, fuck, I just blinked on it. What's the what's the Will Smith movie? Oh, uh, I am Borg. I am Borg, nice. I am you Borg bot. You will be assimilated. Yeah. You know, the, the Borg in this episode, they're very... Uh, when they eventually catch up with them and they try to hail them, they as they're can't... as they're catching up with them though, they yeah. go, "Hey, they're going for warp four point eight. and Dad goes, "Go warp four point nine, do it, sinister, catch them up, and they eventually catch up with mm-hmm. these Borgs, mm-hmm. and they try to hail them. They say, "Hey, stop that goddamn ship!" <laughs> and you can tell it's a Borg ship because they've put green lights, green on lights, it. yeah, yeah, uh, and the Borgs just kind of rudely interrupt dad and say we are bo- uh, no they don't they say resistance is futile you will yeah. be assimilated and uh you know these these borg they're just so much more rude than the you know later iterations of of the borgs like uh-huh. you know because they're the they're the protagonists of the next generation yeah they have a lot of development aren't they the do. antagonists N- that was the joke is that they're the protag they're the heroes of the next generation Oh. And they got a little, lot of development to do. I was gonna say they, they. Mm. I was gonna develop this further and say that they've developed manners in the last couple hundred years. They've learned. Oh, not, sorry. Not, this not... is why they don't allow hecklers at comedy shows. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, the Borg are the enemy. <laughs> yes, I was getting there. My bad. Um, and so you're saying, so they get manners and that's where they go, hello, we are the Borg? <laughs> yeah, excuse, pardon me. Yeah. Don't mean to interject here, but, uh, heard you guys wanted to be collectivized. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with uncollective peoples? Uh, you guys want to become part of the collective? <laughs> so, do you know why they don't say we are the Borg in this one? Because it would give it away. Well, because the humans haven't actually officially encountered the Borg yet. They don't know them as the Borg until Star Trek, the next generation. Mm. So it would fuck up the continuity if they're like, we're the Borg. And Archer would be like, Borg, who the fuck are these people? That's true. So he's just viewing them as some alien I think it's force. Ga- I think it's Guinan who actually reveals that they're the Borg. Maybe, yeah. She, she's the one that gives Q, them Q the name. Q brings them and then Guinan shows them because she's an Galarian. Yeah, Guinan's like, oh, I've heard of these fuckers. They're mm. bad. They're bad news. And he's like, what their, what's their name? The Borg. More than just heard of them. Yeah, they fuck. They killed her. They kill her whole race yeah. of people and turned them into the Jews of the Alpha Quadrant. <laughs> the large diaspora of Elarians. Uh When the Borgs came to Egypt land, let my people go. Are you saying we don't go after that ship? No, I'm just saying we destroy it. <laughs> We shoot it out of the fucking sky. You can put your arm back. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. No, please go ahead. No, I'm getting a little too chummy. Put it, in this put it on. Put it on my shoulder. Um, 
I love the way uh, Malcolm goes in, mm-hmm. looking hard when they like transport into the other ship, and he puts the fucking gun in the sleeping Borg's face. <laughs> right? it's like, whoa, dude. free scumbag! Jesus Christ! And then they use the transporter for this one. They do. At this point, I think it should be, hey, maybe we should just always use this thing because yeah, it looked fine. This really gets us out of a pinch here. We're heading over to that to that Borg ship. We we better each bring one phase pistol. Get each. shuttle pod too. Okay, so now that we're here, <clears throat> uh, at this point, we see that there are Borg who are boarding the ship mm-hmm. Enterprise, and then there are Dad and Reed boarding the Borg ship. Right. Right. The Borg on the Borg ship mm-hmm. with Dad and Reed, mm-hmm. they're all dying with one shot to their overcharged like phase pistols. That's true. They don't really adapt until at the very end after they set the charges. Conveniently. It's very, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then, remember, earlier on, mm-hmm. they adapted almost immediately. Yep. So at this point, they should have already adapted. But Yeah, it seemed like a maybe a plot device that the writers use. I can't quite be sure, though. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're on the same, same foot here. And then on the ship, mm-hmm. those Borg... Immediately. Immediately adapted. I gotta say, man... And if it's a collective... They should all know. Yeah, they should. Well, I got to say. You say it, dude. Say it. <laughs> I know I said earlier that I really like how fierce and feisty the Borg are in this episode. When they're marching down that hall to go get Archer and Reed, and when they're marching down that hall to get, go get those three security detail guys, mm-hmm. it's fucking scary because they're they're marching fast and they're marching yeah. hard. You know, usually the Borg in earlier iterations are kind of slow-moving, dweep, dwarp. Yeah. C-P- C-3PO <laughs> 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 you know I just see one of them hitting Worf in the head with his awkward metal hand and Worf just totally overacting Taking a large die yeah. <laughs> but these guys like actually look like they can fuck you up when they're fast they're furious and they're drifting in Tokyo I think my favorite part is when dad starts choking one out Yeah. and then Reed tackles both dad and the Borg Dude, did you see the way he tackled him? It's mm-hmm. like he wasn't even, it's like he like jumped off a ledge to tackle. Yeah, him. It's a whole thing. And dad uses the old pull the uh pull the pull the assuming air tubes <laughs> out of his brain trick. <laughs> I will say the tension music in this one was excellent. The the I got to say the score in the in the That's last like four yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you already said it. They were great. <laughs> uh Don't grab that. Let's see what else I got. That was the most ridiculous target there. Warp core, give them everything we got scene. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden they just dropped like five or six torpedoes mm-hmm. into the thing. And then it was blowing up and then went <laughs> with the laser and it blew the fuck up. Like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I will also say that that's pretty sage advice from Flock saying it's best to keep the mind occupied while healing. Yes. And then I did also really appreciate mm-hmm. Dad saying, sounds to me that we've only postponed the invasion until what? The 24th century? century? And the o- theme music. And the award for most ham-handed <coughs> screenwriting goes to... Yeah. So. And leave it to Phlox, the galaxy's best doctor. <laughs> yeah. Premier doctor <laughs> to cure the Borg <laughs> disease. Yeah, they should have looked back at that. They should have, yeah. I don't know. Maybe humans couldn't survive. I think a Denobulin needs to be on every ship. 
I'm all about Denobulin, too. So. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, we, I think we nailed all the continuity points here. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, so should we give people a little, a little special Christmas message? Okay. We hope we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope, you know, maybe if you enjoyed it a lot, that you can play it for your family members, your brothers, your sisters. Oh. Um, or uh, you can play episode 22 of season one. There you go. You can play that. That's probably a good one to show your, your parents. Play that one for grandma. She'll appreciate that. Grandma knows. Yeah. She hasn't get, heard a good cum joke in years. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's the, it's the season of giving as well, and... We're happy to give you guys these episodes. Give and come. A hot load. Um, God, I gotta go back and re-listen to that one. <laughs> I referenced it so much. It's a good episode. Um, have you re-listened to it? Yeah, I've re-listened to it a few times. Dope. Yeah. David likes to come jokes. What can I say? Well. Uh, in other news, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, you can like and subscribe. We'd really appreciate that. If you leave a review on Apple, we'll uh, send you a sticker. What do they need to send us to get the sticker, David? Just their address. I see we're in the mood for giving (laughs) because it's Christmas. Um, And this basically will conclude our first year of the podcast. March. Right? It's March or April when we started. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Jumped the gun on that one. I mean, the first date year. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for listening. I'll go on a date with you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs>Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.